Hello and welcome to episode 59, or as we now know it, yes, season 2, episode 1 Woo-hoo. of The Scattershot. We're back! Yeah, we're back, Alan. We made it. <laughs> we made it, just about. It's been, um, how long's it been? Well, we were we broadcast, if that's the right word. I, I, I'm not going to argue <laughs> with it. Uh, last one was uh, mid, mid-December. Was it mid-December? Mid-December? It was, yeah, December, because my twins were born on the 25th of December. Mazel tov. Thank you very much. Is that only with a boy? I've no. got no idea. I've got no. two girls. Congratulations. Does that make a boy? Two negatives make a positive. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I tell my AIDS counsellor. Um, yeah, no. Well, congratulations, Colin. Thank you very much. Uh, as I've already introduced, this is young Mr. Colin Briscoe. Hello. Hello. Uh, I am, as always, and will continue to be Mr. Alan Porter. And uh, we are Scattershot. We're back. We're back. We're here. Yep. Um, thank but you. I'm knackered. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> tired no, as well. I've had no sleep <laughs> for, a month, for a month and a half now. Yeah, you've got. Uh, you've probably got another maybe three months of that before excellent. they settle down. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. It is fun. Mm. I, I love seeing new parents. They're yeah, just, they're just broken and shattered. Yeah, it's it's the one where you just sit there in a dark room, just crying to yourself when you've got a minute <laughs> alone. It's just lovely. Do you yeah. know what? You've got no time at all. No one told me this. It's like the, the one thing I, I I didn't. No one warned me about. Everyone goes. You won't get any sleep, you know, you won't have any time to self, you won't be able to watch a film, you won't be able to play play. What no one tells you is that the other day I didn't even have time to have a full shit, I had half a shit. <laughs> half a shit. No one says you'll only have time for half a shit. <laughs> no one warned me of that. Half a shit, Alan. Yeah. Those, think... those, those, those words shouldn't even be in a sentence together. Half a shit. <laughs> you should be able to have a full shit. It's the least that the human being can <laughs> expect. Yeah. Half I, a shit. I, I, actually think, I actually think that's in contravention of the Geneva Convention. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. Even Hitler would, would, would put that on you. Whatever your kids start crying, just go, uh, I think you'll find you are at the moment. Contravention. <laughs> Act three of the Geneva Conventions. Shut it. I mean, comic relief's on at the moment. I mean, you know, you see those videos of like, you know, the starving countries. I'm like, you don't even know suffering until <laughs> you've had fucking twins. Uh, I love it because, like, people talking about their children is the most oh, bo- boring thing in the world. Honestly, no, no one cares. No. I have got kids. And I talk to other parents and stuff, and they're like, ah, and everyone's like fake about it. But yeah. everybody wants to know what someone with twins is going through. Yeah. I yeah. genuinely, like, I, everyone's <laughs> interested. So, really? Like, that's unbelievable. Like, it's, it's, like, it's like when you hear of someone who's been in a car crash, and, and, and at the end, is always like, you know, oh, and then the car rolled over three times, hit the barrier, and blah, but I just crawled out. <laughs> like, not, not saying, oh, brilliant. So, tell me all about it. So yeah. Like, but, you know. It, well, I, well, I emailed Lenny Henry to say he should stop doing car relief, do twin relief, because we fucking need some help. That's twin paper on telling you it's incredibly hard yeah. so you get like Neil Morrissey coming in, sitting in your living room crying yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Colin hasn't been able to play payback for three days it's funny Lenny Henry didn't reply back the bastard but then I thought well I've upset him in his uh, Premier Inn a little while ago so maybe he won't do did I tell you about that Premier no, Inn no, we, went to, we went to Weymouth on the lads one oh, a couple, yeah. a couple of uh, in June when I didn't have twins lovely time lovely time anyway so we were there for a seafood festival and um, and I got really drunk on the first night we were staying in the Premier Inn and I don't remember anything about it but I made a schoolboy error if when I first booked this hotel months and months beforehand yeah. I left my wife's phone number there not mine <laughs> so the next day we are at the seafood festival my wife phones me up and says I've just had a call from Premier Inn <laughs> they've had to refund six people's six rooms money because yeah. of the noise you made last night and this is what they said sir uh, the reputation of Premier Inn has been irreparably damaged by your husband 
I've never been prouder in my life. That's quality. It's incredible. You should. She should have asked them to like say say. I, I you know. For, for the purposes of like a divorce hearing, can you put this in writing <laughs> yeah, to see yeah. you can frame it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I got off, I mean, I was standing, I, as she told me this, I'm standing at a seafood festival <laughs> with a glass of champagne, a, a plate of oysters, and a pink fluff, a fluffy cowboy hat on. <laughs> Honestly, you've, you've not only let yourself down, <laughs> but you've let the good people of Premier Inn's yeah, PLC yeah. down. So, Lenny Henry's not happy with me. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they tell what they tried to do. They tried to they say, listen, when you go back there, you're going to have to sign a disclaimer to say that if you make any noise on your second night, yeah. that you have to pay the money that they get back off the other the refunds. Yeah. So, me, I was sharing a room with Coda. She went, I'm not doing that. No. I was like, all right, fair enough. So, he, I was like, I'm more worried about it a little bit. So, we got back to the hotel and, oh, excuse me room wherever we are Richie went I didn't do anything and I'm not signing anything <laughs> and he just walked off and that was it we never heard anything else. <laughs> oh dear oh. can't ever go back there again no <laughs> it's Weymouth yeah fuck it <laughs> they won't remember no no that's very true <laughs> well um that aside I've, I um, I embarrassed myself today <laughs> really yeah fantastic yeah. Um, I, I, it may well be known but I, I, I've never cleaned my car Right. I've okay. never, all the cars I've ever owned, never cleaned one. You mean on yourself or just taking it to a car wash or anything I've, like I've, that? I've always taken them to car washes. Right, I've, never, I've never actually said, said, right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to polish my car. Why would the, you do that? Who the fuck wants to do that? Uh, just pay someone else a fiver to do it. Exactly. So, a slave. So I, I was watching the uh, the football today. I don't know, I don't know the, what the, the result football. was. The fo- I was watching some of the football. Capital T, capital F. Yes. And um, it got to half time. And uh, I thought, well, I've got to go get the car cleaned. And uh, so I went round to uh, this place up the, up the road to me, and uh, I thought, I'll just, just nip in there, like, during half time. Um, and, uh, like, the, I, I, I sort of mistimed it a little bit, and the, the game had started again. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, I'm sitting there, like, waiting for the guy to, like, call me forward and stuff yep. like that. And I'm sitting there, and I've got the radio on, and uh, just, like, not really <laughs> not really paying any attention. And... Spurs score. I'm, yep. I'm a Spurs fan. They score, and I'm like, I'm like going, yeah, like banging the banging the wheel, going, yeah, like that. And the bloke who's in front of me who works there is at the time when I was cheering was waving me forward, and all of them because I wasn't doing any attention. He was going, he was going, come on, come on, like that. And I was just going, yeah, like, and banging the thing, like, like, come on. Like that. All of the blokes who work there because there was just like suddenly a massive gap of cars in front of me. They were all just looking at me cheering. Oh my going, like, god! Like really excited for the car wash. I go, yeah. Go, 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 go. I'm going to get clean <laughs> it's only when I looked up and I realised they were all looking at me like going like, oh. and these are people who work in a car wash and at this point I was below them Christ. and they're like going, come on, come on. After, oh, I was very red faced I managed to get round after they like sprayed it and I thought yeah sorry about that sorry about the way <laughs> and I got out <laughs> the bloke was going to vacuum my car and I'm standing there like put my gloves on and it's cold and I'm just standing there and they all sort of like kept their distance. And the bloke came over and he was like, oh yeah, it's 15 pounds. I was like, okay. And he went, you really like the car wash, don't you? <laughs> That's what he said. It's <laughs> yeah. like oh Romania. He goes, you really, you really like the car wash, don't you? And I'm like, I'm like yeah, it's all right. And he goes, we do a really good job. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, well done, cheers. It's 15 pounds like that. And as I, as I drove off, they all stood there waving at me. Like I said, like the end of Neighbours when someone left. Yeah. I, like, I was like, look at my movie, movie and they were waving. I was like, oh no. oh no. Never coming back here again. Never coming back here again. Oh, 
God, it's appalling. Oh, do you know what? Sorry, I'm going to tell you about. I'm going to tell you about stuff from years ago because that's just reminding me about curing for stuff, right? You know, Mandy, right? Yeah, yeah. You'll hate me saying this, yeah. We he he well, he was going out with a girl. I won't mention her. It's now his wife, right? <laughs> <laughs> he was in the King's Hall toilet buying some condoms from the machine. The machine just swallowed his money, yeah, and he yeah. was he was no way is he going into the to the manager of where his missus works asking for a refund of the money he's, he's wasted the condom. So Colin, come to the garage with me and get some. Because right. okay, we'd had a, I'd had a couple of bits, he was driving. So we got to this garage, right? And he's too embarrassed. He said, I'm not going there. And this is like half 11 at night, it's the end of the night. Yeah. yeah. So it's just the windows open. So he parks it, goes cold, just going, I said, I don't give a fuck, I can't get him. It doesn't bother me. Like, mm. for if, if it looks like I'm getting some, brilliant. I wasn't getting any. Uh, you know, it looks like I'm going to get some. <laughs> so I go up there, there's two people in front of me. Yeah. So I'm patiently waiting. Then all of a sudden, there's like three or four people behind me. Yeah. So I get to the, the window, so excuse me, a pack of condoms. And he said, which ones? So I thought, oh, I don't know. So I've shouted over, manly, <laughs> what condoms? <laughs> and we've done three blokes behind me. We're like, we're a couple of gays. <laughs> manly, he just wound his window. He went, you fucking idiot. He goes, you fucking idiot. Like that. And he just, he just turned his that. I was like, oh, just did it, mate. Just did it. Oh, it was just dreadful, yeah. dreadful time. Extra sport, extra sport, extra sport, yeah. <laughs> yeah, terrible time that was, yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant it's <laughs> nice to see that uh, in our break we haven't um, we haven't managed to make our lives any easier <laughs> no, no, it just gets worse it does it does and uh, on that on that note um, we've well we've got some fantastic just yeah. mesmerising content for you yes uh, this week we're gonna we're gonna do some normal stuff and uh, maybe a little bit of housekeeping we'll see how it goes uh, and next week is our uh, annual famous yes. award winning yep. Oscars podcast and, it's going to uh, be good. It is. It is the absolute. And it's going to be a good one this year. I can't wait for it. I, yeah. I, I love the Oscars. Um, so yeah, tune in for that um, because well, I say tune in. Just 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 listen to the yeah. podcast. If you, downloads I don't know you can tune it in, can you? <laughs> if you can, get a new phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so without much further ado, uh, we're going to kick off this show with mm-hmm. a controversial title. Yes, a little film by the name of The Interview. Yes, uh, which was a 2014 release uh, and uh, stars young Mr. James Franco and Seth Rogen. Uh, now, you know, I, th- I think we all know the, the the controversy surrounding this, and we probably won't delve into that too much. But the the plot of this film centres around a uh, television journalist who is played by uh, James Franco mm-hmm. and his producer friend slash director friend uh, James Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, thank you very much. Um, who somehow managed to get an interview with uh, Kim Jong Un? Who's a fan of their sh- sort of e-, e entertainment shitty show, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a very much like a, yeah. an American tabloid kind of show. Very funny bit with Eminem, I thought. Yes, yeah, really very, good bit. Very funny. Which I don't think we should spoil. No, 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 not at all. Yeah, um, there's uh, a lot of little little uh, cameos in that first sort of say, sort of yeah, uh, yeah. first ten minutes of the film. These interviews, it's good. There's lots of uh, there's lots of nice little cameos throughout yeah. the film. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you notice some some good like uh, like Asian style Asian with capital A sort of thing. Yeah. Um, stars, you go, oh god, that's so and so from so and so sort of thing like that. Which, if you're a movie fan, you'll get it, but you, you'll recognise these people. But if you're not, it just looks like another yeah, another Korean person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mostly played by Chinese people. I noticed, <laughs> but there you go. Um, so. It, it set, the film is based around those two going to uh, North Korea to hold an interview with um, Kim Jong-un mm-hmm. and they're recruited to assassinate him 
uh, in much the same way, the fantastic ways that these films yeah. uh, play out, uh, and the, the the story sort of stems from there, yeah. really. Uh, their, their adventures in North Korea, exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah. And you know, it sort of falls around uh, Franco's character, sort of, you know, sort of falling for him a little bit, falling for uh, yeah, yeah. Kim Jong Un very much. So. Uh, just feeling like you know, she's not quite, a, not such a bad guy. He's a good guy, really. Yeah, he's, he's misunderstood. A, exactly, yeah. Um, which is done really well, actually. It, it, it I, is, yeah. I, I, I kind of like Kim Jong Un in this film. The actor who plays him is quite funny. Really. Yeah, yeah, the actor's really good. Yeah. Um, Randall Park, um, who, who is really good. He is. He is. He's a tubby little chap. Uh, tubby little chap in this. Is that a real? Is that a real belly on him? Then is that his real belly? I don't, I don't know. It, it must be. It's quite big, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not the hard. It's not the most impressive weight gain or loss I've seen in a motion picture this year. <laughs> but uh, it's not bad. Uh, the film also styles uh, the lovely Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah, yeah, who, yeah. Um, she's good. She is. Yeah, who, uh, my girlfriend pointed out is actually the um, like angry teen uh, in uh, Mean Girls. The one who's got the gay friend. Have you seen Mean Girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's her. Oh right. And I was like, really? Else. Like that? Because I wow. love Lizzie Kaplan. I think she's fucking hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I didn't put two and two together. I was like, oh my god! So I, also, I also really love Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a great film. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you seen the sequel? No, don't. No, I won't bother. It's not um, got Lindsay Lohan. I won't watch it. I love Lindsay Lohan. Me too. Uh, hot ginger girl. <laughs> not many of them about. No, it should be dead soon. So it's fine. <laughs> Excellent. Um, the inter- it's a very funny film. I I, f- I found it to be. Um, I, there was a, quite a few like properly good belly laughs in it. Yeah, and I, th- uh, I, th- and I thought it was very. It's very silly. I found it childish, to be honest. It is childish. I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree with you, Carl. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I had problems with it. Like you say, I, there were a lot of belly laughs in it, but I just found James Franco so fucking annoying in it all the way through. I hated him in it actually. I found it, the humour of his really puerile and crude, and it ruined it for me. That's that's yeah. that's what that's what done it for me. He, just him. He did talk about his dick stink and stuff, and I'm like, why are you talking about dick stink? See, I'm just laughing. I know you're like, it's like it just reminded me of this is the end, which yeah. is really really crude as well for the sake. Too many dick jokes, and and this is the same kind of thing, um, and it, it, it ruined it a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree with the fact that I think Franco's the weak link in this. He's yeah. he's inconsistent. It's not him. It's the it's the character and the lines that come out of his mouth, which you know. He but he he, he designed. Yeah, it's I, his character. I know that. I know that, but. It, and therefore, it is his fault. Yeah. But it's um, it, the comedy of it is inconsistent. Whereas you've got yeah. Rogan playing the straight man, and everyone else around him, with the exception of uh, Randall Park, you know, mm. they're all sort of playing it straight. Yeah, with, or yeah. with like an ulterior motive. They've got the, the characters got an arc and what have you. But he just he seems like a bit, a bit too wow, a bit wacky. Like yeah, and, too, and too uh, trying too hard. Yeah, it's like he was overacting. You like rein it in. Yeah, rein it in a little bit. You don't need to be going over the top this much. Yeah, it did. It did seem a bit much, and he was the weakest link. It was overbear. It was a little bit overbearing. That, <coughs> that's what I found. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, the film itself is packed with like great little set pieces. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, funny, funny bits. It, there's some hugely improbable things in there that you just go, "Oh <laughs> God, what?" Uh, but for a film to sit down and just turn your brain off and like just yeah. laugh at some funny yeah. shit. It's great. I, I I really thought it was. Funny. I mean, I like the bit where he's sne- where Seth Rogen sneaking through the jungle to to pick up a a, a radioactive a, what's thing. it a ricin thing. Oh yeah, and and he's going, oh, there's something coming towards you. It's, it's like a big dog. 
it's a giant dog, it's stripy yellow and black dog, and it's like so obvious it's a tiger, and it's going on and on, just describing his tiger, but without saying the word tiger. It was yeah. just, that really got me. It was funny. There are some good bits in it. Yeah, I, 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 I've heard a lot of um, people say the same thing as you, where they think it's it, you know some parts of it are just overly puerile and just yeah. a little bit childish. I think if they were twenty years old. I think it would be fine, but these are our age. Yeah, maybe a little bit older. I think that. Well, I think, I think they're, they're our age. I think maybe a bit younger than us. Do you reckon? Yeah, I think Rogan's. Only, I really hate them. Then I think Rogan's <laughs> only about thirty-two. Oh, is he? Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Um, maybe I'm getting too old for this humour. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, I mean the, the, the 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 crude stuff wasn't all the way through. And no, it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. It was, prim- it was primarily from. It Franco. was just from Franco, and it just it just punctuated the the silliness of the film with just crass and crudeness that yeah. I just didn't think was necessary really in a film that, okay. like that that was all fair enough no no you know I, I don't yeah. disagree with you I don't disagree with you um, so the interview um, what would you give it oh yeah see I was thinking about the review, I, I was thinking about it because like you say there's some really good bits in it and just peppered with little bits of shit um, so I would like I'm a meal made by monkey <laughs> I'm gonna give it a six. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go one high. I'm gonna go seven. Okay. I'm actually gonna go strong seven. Right. Because uh, I'm gonna go weak six. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I genuinely enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. I get your points, but it's not gonna set the world on fire. No. I don't think it's as good as this is the end. I've got a lot of time for that film. Really? Yeah. Be- because it is consistently crude. Yeah. And there's no at no point, and consistently silly. At no yeah. point is that trying to take itself seriously, no. in any way, shape, mm. or form. Um, whereas I feel that this that there's there's part of it, parts of it where they're trying to be. This is a, a situation you just got this dumbass character in. There. Yeah, um, I mean, I think if North if the North Korean people had watched this film, they wouldn't have tried to stop no, it. No, no, exactly. That's the stupid thing about yeah. it because it's so harmless. Yeah completely ridiculous and not a particularly great film I don't know they've made it into such a great film yeah, yeah absolutely or, or a viewed film such a, a more viewed film mm. than it bloody deserves to be to be honest yeah and it's not the first time that someone's like sent up a, an active dictator well look at well, the look great at dictator Team America well, look at Team America with Kim Jong-il he's dead he's dead yeah he's dead yeah yeah, but I mean, you think, look at the yeah, great, great detail. Great detail. That's right. yeah, so, yeah. You know, and Hitler didn't mind that. No. In fact, he grew his moustache to look like it, sort of thing. Yeah. Because he was a yeah, Chapman fan. So, Kim Jong un, you've got less of a sense of humour than Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Stop eating cheese. <laughs> wow. I don't know where that came from. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> That's what he went missing, apparently, didn't he? Because he'd eaten too much cheese. Remember he went missing for a little while? Oh, yeah. Until yeah. <laughs> he ate too much cheese. <laughs> Some sort of Edam coma or something, <laughs> like, like like uh, what's his name, uh, Walt in Breaking Bad. So <laughs> just like just, just went off somewhere. Um, wow, that went that went off. <laughs> so we got we got a weak six and a strong seven. Yeah, uh, from the to us. Uh, should we issue the two word review? Okay, I can do it. Yeah, do so it. Grow up. All right. <laughs> uh, I will go with good mistake. Okay. I'll Fair go with that. Okay. So that is the interview uh, available now on VOD, and I believe it is getting a cinema release. It's, uh, it's, it's come out this Friday, uh, which will be last Friday if you listen to this. Um, I believe it's, it's in cinemas now. It's in cinemas now. <laughs> it's, in cinemas now. <laughs> it's also on American Netflix. Oh, is it? Yep. Okay. Yeah. You can be careful of that, though, aren't you? Apparently so, but I'm, mine seems to be absolutely fine. Okay. Yeah. 
Alright. Hey, if they don't want my six quid anymore, fuck them. I've got Amazon Prime. <laughs> watch nothing. <laughs> and watch that thing with Jeffrey Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor dressed as a woman. Oh, yeah. 60 quid well spent. Brilliant. Uh, okay, so that's the interview. Check it out. The next couple of things we're going to talk about now are uh, two films that I watched recently that uh, feature similar themes, uh, and I thought it'd be good just to package them together because mm-hmm. they're. I think it's worth talking to them, talking about them yep. as a, as a whole. Uh, those two films are John Wick, mm-hmm. a new thriller starring uh, Keanu Reeves, and a film called Everly fe- featuring Salma Hayek. Um, both sort of actiony, yep. uh, both featuring lots of gunplay. And both, I think, are going to be released around the same time, uh, mm-hmm. and they're going to be spoken of in the same breath. So I thought, might as well do it now. Okay. Uh, so we'll start with John Wick. Mm-hmm. Um, as I say, it stars uh, Keanu Reeves, and it's also got Michael Nyqvist. Michael Nyqvist. I can't oh, say, yes, I say yes, yes. from the um, uh, Swedish yeah, uh, girl uh, with girl dragon, dragon ta- tattoo. tattoo stuff, and also uh, tattoo stuff, tattoo stuff. <laughs> also, uh, Mission Impossible uh, Three. Um, you got Alfie Allen in there from Game of Thrones. And oh, the one who gets his dick cut off. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I said that so erotically, Charles. Oh, no. yeah, 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 yeah. It does, oh, it does. Oh. He loses his little sausage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you've also got the brilliant Willem Dafoe in this, uh, also featuring uh, John Leguizamo's in it as well, and Bridget Moynihan and Ian McShane, the Lovejoy himself. Oh, Lovejoy. Um, Was there antiques in this film? Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay. Uh, you also got Lance Reddick in it in a very small part, who we absolutely love. He's a scattershot favourite. Um, and yeah, just a general cast of badasses. Uh, and the film centres around uh, Keanu Reeves, who, at the start of the film, um, you see him just hanging out of his wife, played by Bridget Monahan. Mm-hmm. And a little spoiler here, but it's it's in the first five minutes of the film. Um, and you see, they're just like larking about, very much in love. And it's a lovely scene, really well shot. And uh, they're just standing by a river somewhere. It might be the like Hudson River in New York. Uh, she just suddenly drops down. And it turns out that she's had some sort of uh, illness for a mm. long time, and they'd known about it. Right. And she's and he basically like says goodbye to her, and she dies. Okay. Um, and it's you know these these first like five or ten minutes are silent. And it's very very reminiscent of the start of Up. Up. It's, right. it's really got something to do it. Like I was like, oh god. <coughs> right. And he's he's in his house. He's like fabulous house. Uh, just mourning. He's like fucking destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's a ding dong on the door. And uh, this woman drops off a, a parcel. Uh, in it, there's a letter from his wife, which is the first bit of dialogue comes out where she reads and said, oh, "We knew this was coming." Mm. So, uh, and I knew like you, I would, you know, you'd be put off by this. Yeah. So, so it's been put off by me dying. <laughs> um, so I've given you something else to love, and there's a little puppy in there. Okay. And then you, you, the next like few scenes you see is him like caring for this little puppy and stuff, and it's lovely. It's really adorable. Um, he's going to get some food for the dog. And Alfie Allen, who's a son of a, a gangster, played by Michael, Michael Nyquist. Again, I can't say his name. Um, Just call him Mike. Call him Mike, yeah, Gary. Uh, <laughs> played by Michael Nyquist. No, no, Michael Knight. Michael, Michael Knight. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hello, Alfie Allen. Uh, he, he sees his car, he's got his kick-ass mas- Mustang. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, I like your car. He's got something like weird. Polish accent and um, I pretend that didn't happen Colin <laughs> sorry <laughs> twins make you windy <laughs> uh, and uh, basically he, he, 
uh, John Wick basically just tells him to go fuck himself in like, a, a, a rather polite way. Mm-hmm. Next thing you see is he's at home and Alfie and his little crew come in and donk him over the head and like knocking out, go, oh, you should have given us your fucking car. Sort right. of like and then they beat the shit out of him and kill his dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- th- these are little spoilers, but I'm not ruining anything really. It's in the trailer, Alan. It's in, it's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. Okay, perfect. What goes on from there is um, Alfie Allen basically goes to this car dealership to say like, uh, "Oh, I need this. All the plates changed, and all this, and do this." Like, bloke said, "Where did you get this car?" <laughs> and he's like, well, "I just nicked it off some guy." And he goes, "Did you kill him?" He's like, "No." And he's like, Bad mistake. So he's just like, well, "Get it out of here. Get the fuck out of it." And uh, he calls up his dad and he goes, uh, "Your your son just uh, just stole John Wick's car and killed his dog." Right, and his dad just puts the phone down because <laughs> John Wick is basically the best assassin in the world right? and he is <coughs> a fucking badass like the most badass person you've ever seen in your life and he's the guy that you send to kill the guy to kill the guy right like okay. he's the top of the tree yeah but he'd, he'd completely given it up because he found a wife and stuff and that's why and that's why he's got the he found a dying wife he I found a dying wife I'm not killing anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm going to watch her die <laughs> yeah I always bring my work home what about work with you John Wick um, and from there he just goes on a bloody rampage of revenge wicked and honestly Colin it is phenomenal really it's, it's just some of the, the best gunplay action fighting I've seen in years <laughs> years Keanu kills it both Brilliant. literally and metaphorically <laughs> um, there's, there's fight scenes that go on for ages and let me let me tell you as soon as it starts like as soon as you, you realise and this is like what's it, what he's going to do right mm. okay he's starting killing people now it does not stop really there's 90 minutes of just headshot the amount of fucking headshots in this film <laughs> everything just like, boom 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 and these there's like long takes that go on for a couple of minutes and it's all beautifully choreographed yeah there's a scene in a nightclub which is just up there with like the fighting scenes and he gets beaten up a little bit but he's mostly just headshotting motherfuckers and snapping necks and doing stuff and because he's quite wiry and he's, yeah. always, he's like immaculately dressed in a lovely suit and he's just punching throats and <laughs> and, 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 and bang bang and yeah, stab 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 like it, it's you just there I, I was sitting there and I was just going yeah hands aloft I'm going come on <laughs> and uh, right up to the end like it, it goes right up to the end of just Kill, kill, bang, bang, shoot, shoot, stab, stab. Wicked. Oh, it's so exciting. It's exhausting. It's just, it's just so good. I, I can't, I, I cannot recommend this film enough. It's got a great little script to it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, 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 I wouldn't say it's wordless, but what it was said is said properly, and it's very well acted. Alfie Allen is just a fucking turd in it. He's yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Michael Nightfist is. Um, I said his name right. Yeah. yeah. Is great in it. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't do a lot, but he's, he's satisfyingly menacing. Willem Dafoe, brilliant in it. Uh, there's, is he a baddie? Uh, I'm not going to say. Okay, fair enough. Uh, there's a, a couple of other people in it who you might recognise. There's some like if you know MMA fighting at all. I don't. Yeah. There's a couple of them in there just okay. like kicking shit out of things, and it's just brilliant. Yeah, it's just it's just so good. Quality. It's beautifully yeah, it shot as well. Superb. I can't wait to watch it. There's a sequel in the works as well, which are? I've uh, um, been. John Wick 2 wicked yeah. <laughs> wick harder um, <coughs> and, and I'm just I'm going to score it now it's it's a straight 10 for me really it's a straight I love it Colin Brilliant. I've seen it twice now have you? It, it was better the second time I'm going to go and watch it tonight now on it, my own it's, I'm uh, away from my missus any longer no, she's you, like we're watching it together I'm like okay but fuck fuck my missus yeah. <laughs> I'm watching it on my own it's uh, you watch it with her again yeah that's it yeah, that's, what I'll, that's what I'll say to her and then I won't watch it again <laughs> So that's rubbish, you won't like it. Yeah, it's 102 it. damn motions. 
Um, so after watching John Wick, which I obviously I loved, 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 um, I saw online there was some talk about a film. I got a lot of heat in a couple of uh, movie festivals. Might have been Sundance, might have been something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, might have been on the long list for Sundance, I think. Didn't make the short list. Uh, called Everly, uh, which is uh, stars Salma Hayek as a, um, I think she's a prostitute in this. Mm-hmm. And as the film starts, you can kind of hear her sort of being abused in the other room. Uh, and then she sort of runs into the bathroom. God, she weren't on Ralph's Cartoon Club, was she? <laughs> I don't know. She, she asked Jim to fix it for her. <laughs> Jim, could you fix it for me to be in John Wick? Uh, which is only how I can assume she sounds, having seen all of her fucking films. Um, and she she tries to call up this copper saying, oh no, he knows, he knows, he knows. So like, And um, this guy's banging on the door, like, like going, let me in, let me in. And um, she's got a gun. She pulls like a, a telephone and a gun out of a plastic bag in the toilet, sort of thing. And all you see then is just like bang, bang, bang through the door. And then it's like, you know, she shoots this guy and then shoots some other guys, like some Johns in there that are basically trying to gang rape her. Right. And the whole point of this film is her. Johns trying- in a John. Yes, indeed. Excellent. Um, and she's trying to just escape from this apartment. Mm-hmm. That is this, this like one room. Mm hmm. And that's it. That's as far as the story. She just needs to get out of this thing. There's a couple okay. of other shit that happens, like, she, like she's got a kid and stuff that might come in and dad and, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. stuff. But um, that's it. Died with a woman? Kind of, but it doesn't go anywhere. It literally doesn't go anywhere. It's set okay. in a room. Oh, okay. um, and when, when you hear it, you think, oh, she, she, that's kind of a cool premise. Mm-hmm. And it's got Salma Hayek kicking ass and yeah. stuff. And she's, she's all right, but she never seems dangerous. Right, because she's like she's still quite dainty, small, and, yeah, and, and she's very pretty, and she seems like you know she kills a lot of people with guns and stuff, but like it's not really, it's not really any action there, right? Do you know what I mean? Um, that it, it, it after watching John Wick and after watching you know a plethora of other action yeah. films that I've seen recently, it felt really stale. Oh, okay. it felt very small, but not in a, like an intimate way. That you might see something like um, what's that film? A Tower Block. Remember that? Yep. We, we, we yeah, we reviewed that yeah. many, many yeah, a show yeah, ago. Jack O'Connell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, that that's set in one location. Yeah, but it feels grand in scope. Yeah, this doesn't. This just feels like. Really? It, it, I mean, honestly, Cole, if this script was more than twenty pages long for the oh, entire yeah. ninety minutes, I'd be surprised. Right. Um, it's it's one to avoid. Oh, right, it really okay. is. I, I imagine you could get a fucking brilliant trailer from it. Right. Yeah. But like, you could get a really good trailer from it. But it's it doesn't know what it wants to be. Does it want to be an action film? Does it want to be a comedy? Like there's some like bits where it's trying to be funny. There's some like torture porn in there a little bit. Hey, like, if it, there's nothing worse than a film that doesn't know what it wants to be. Precisely. And this this really it's one it, of them. It's the worst example of that. God. There's right. some quite poor CGI, but there's also some really good CGI. So you're it? like, what the fuck's going on? Why why oh, is this bit poor? Why is this bit good? It, it's it's really it's confusing. Discombobulating. Absolutely. It, it's very inconsistent. There's no. No rhyme or reason for this film to exist, really. Yeah. It'd make a really good comic book, I guess. But, exactly. um, yeah, I mean, once you've seen one motherfucker get, like, just shot somewhere that you can't see them, you know, like, some guy gets like, shot in the chest, but there's no blood or he just falls on the rock and goes, Do you think it's a 12 height, one of them? Uh, no, no, it's definitely not a 12 oh. No, no, it's, oh. a hard, it's a hard art, it's an 18. Oh, okay. There's some, st- there's some stuff in it, like, a guy gets sliced in half and stuff, and oh, okay. there's acid stuff going on. As I say, like, it's got this strong... Um, like rape undertone to it as in like this thing happened to her and it might have happened a, a bunch of times previously and it's just like why have that just have a bit beaten up 
Yeah. Or something, yeah, or something yeah, yeah, else. Yeah. It doesn't or, need like, to be that nasty. Yeah, it doesn't. There's no reason for it to be that. Yeah. If it was just her, like, being, like, abused, yeah. like, just being beaten up because she's a brass, I can get behind that. Is it a woman director? No, it's uh, it's directed by Joe Lynch, who uh, you might oh. remember from uh, Hatchet 2. Yeah. Uh, he also did Frozen, not the Disney epic. Uh, oh, the, 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 the one up the uh, yeah. the ski lift. He's also Kenny Lynch's son. Is he? No, I'm joking. <laughs> Kenny Lynch. That's the second time I've mentioned Kenny Lynch. <laughs> what was the first? In the bus this afternoon with my father-in-law. Yeah. When he was talking about Bet Lynch. <laughs> They're wow. not lynches, yeah. <laughs> lynch. It's a lynch mob, almost, you could say. <laughs> lovely done, lovely thanks, done. Thanks. Uh yeah, Everly, not great. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's a three. Right. It's Fuck. a three. It's oh. re- just because well, we've it's... never gone lower than a three have we yet. We've gone lower than a three, I don't think so. <sighs> I think we have. No, I don't think we have gone lower than the three. Wow, we're, 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 pretty we're, fucking low. We're generally optimistic about it. Yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, that's, is, it, is it a strong three? Weak three? It's a middling three. It's a strong three. It's knocking on the door of four. Okay. It's uh, <laughs> damning with faint praise there, really. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, knocking on the door. It, nice. It's one of those. It, it's one of those ones that feels. It's not so bad that you can't watch it because we sat down and we watched it and we was like, yeah. oh, that was shit. Like it was. It's just a waste yeah. of time. And I just had you just watched it after John Wick? No, no, not directly. Oh, right, after, okay. No. okay. What had we watched? I'd watched Birdman the day before. Mm. So, see, I suppose around this time of the Oscar stuff, if you're watching something like that, it, it could look, you know, I mean, a turd in the toilet looks acceptable, but a, a turd, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Where are you going with this goal? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> a turd on the table with like four plates filled with steak and chips is going to look really bad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think the bottom line is if you can't it's... read a book, get out of the library. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's a big, mixed metaphor. If yeah. You know um, yeah, no. There's a song in there somewhere. A uh, turd in the toilet is one, one. <laughs> yeah, some, some like musical or something. Yeah, um, yeah it, it is a turd. It is yeah. a turd. It, I think you could you could get a half decent film from it from the premise. Sam Hayek's perfectly good in it. Yeah, uh, all the people in it, okay, pretty good. Yeah. Um, sometimes it looks good. Sometimes it looks toilet. Um, back to the toilet. Yeah. It's just there's just no point for it to exist. Right. Really. Okay. Fucking hell. Um. So yeah, miss that. If you ever got the chance to see it, just say just demand to see John Wick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demand it. <laughs> Demand it. Um, so I'm going to skip two-word review for those two. Okay, fair uh, But, um, yeah, John Wick, 10, Everly, 3. Uh, there's my recommendation. Please do check out John Wick. Do Please do support it. It's in cinemas from the 10th of April here in the United Kingdom. Uh, and Same release as Hot Tub Time Machine too, I believe. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Wow. Well, I know which one I will be going to see. <laughs> uh, I, I'm definitely going to go see it again. I've seen it twice. I'm going to see it uh, three, four, five hundred thousand times. I adore this film. Please do check it out. That's John Wick, available soon. Okay, then I have actually managed to watch a few films, even even with the twins. Really? Yeah, just a few. Um, and the, one of the first ones uh, I watched was a most violent year, mm-hmm. um, which is the story of a Greek immigrant played by Oscar Isaac, 
who yep. just seems to have come from no Oscar Isaac. Have yeah. Never around. All of a sudden, he's massive. Yeah, a bit like Miles Teller in that regard. Uh, Miles Teller oh, from Whiplash. From Whiplash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in everything now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. actor. I didn't realise he was the. Uh, he plays Mr. Fantastic in the new. That's oh, right. The, yeah, the will, new will extremely be. poor uh, Fantastic Four <laughs> yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon it's going to be extremely poor? It's going to be unwatchable. Really? Yeah. The word is not good on that one, oh, my friend. No. Yeah, never mind. A, a most violent. Year. Yeah, most violent. Year. So it stars him. He's a he's a Greek immigrant, and his wife played by Jessica Chastain, and he mm. runs a. A, an oil business cooking oil okay uh, buying it and sort of shipping it and he's got loads of trucks that's his thing trucking it basically a haulage oil haulage firm he's running niche yes yeah. <laughs> well you think it's niche but there seems to be quite a few of them in New York uh, and it's it's based in 1981 now the reason it's based in 1981 is I was only an interview with the director and he said that uh, he he done his research to find out the most violent year in New York history, mm-hmm. and it was 1981. Okay, uh, don't know why. Just you know, because I've just been born. Yeah, is that yeah? Well, you whippersnapper, you. Well, I was born in 1980, but <laughs> that'll do. Just about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and his, his business keeps getting hit uh, by by a couple of people with guns just robbing his trucks, and they'll just rob the oil. Okay. Out of the out of the trucks and uh, just dump the truck, and it's it's really hurting his business. He's trying to expand as well. He's, he's just buying a massive plot of land, which is on the uh, on the uh, the harbour. Yeah. So he can actually get direct links to bring the oil from the boats and in, into his into his into his land. Um, so he's just trying to do that, and he's trying to get the money together for that. And his trucks keep getting robbed. Um, his his lawyer is played by Albert Brooks, who's cool. just superb in it. Uh, so it's just him trying to find out who's robbing him, and there's sort of certain there was there were different factions or different crime syndicates in the area. Mm. But he's talking to them all; they're all they're all quite friendly towards him. But no one will say what you know why they're robbing him or why they don't want him to expand and yeah. who's doing it. So it's kind of a mystery film. Um, really well acted, mm-hmm. uh, very talky. In fact, so talky. There's no violence in it. <laughs> really? With the, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Not one bit with one bit of violence in it. Did you feel like you had to punch someone on the way out from the cinema? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was quite annoyed, really. You just keyed your own car as you I go mean, in it. Fuck yeah. you. For a film called The Most Violent Year, so there's no violence in it. It's, yeah. uh, it's like a never-ending story. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that lawsuit will never end. So, uh, yeah, it was really good, though. Yeah. Gripping from start to finish. Okay. Uh, just like I said, everything's talk- it's all talking, but you really want to find out. You really do root for Oscar Isaac. He's trying to do the right thing <clears> all the way through. He's, he's, tr- he's getting sucked into this violence world but he really he keeps saying everyone even the union bosses of his drivers going look you've got to give them all guns you've got to give them pistols well get your licenses and he's like no because once we go down that route we're as, we're as bad as them mm. so he's trying to do it legit um and it's just a really good crime drama cool really good because from the posters and the, the the general like uh like the trailers and stuff the promo uh, mm. materials coming out it, it's tried to look, make it look a bit dark and moody, like oh, what's going to happen? Like yeah. almost a little bit Godfatherish. Yeah, very much. Yeah, it's yeah. got that look about it. Obviously, as well because it's it's sort of nineteen eighties. It's almost it's like his period film as well. Yeah. And he looks like he's a gangster. The coat he wears like a cashmere beige coat all the way through it. It's always it's always winter in New York. Like John Watson. From, uh, from the football. <laughs> from the football. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Jessica, Jessica Chastain as his wanting to do the violent thing she's well violent really, really? she's the one going let's just get the guns let's just shoot them and he's like will you just fucking shut up like yeah. she knows people I think her family are, are connected to the mafia so she's just like come on let me get my boys in we'll sort this out and he's just 
going against everyone, even his lawyers, going, look, we need to get, we need to buy this land, we need to get this money, you need to, like, fight back, and he just, he just won't, and, uh, and it's wicked, really good film, loved mm. it, gripping, absolutely Brilliant. gripping. What do you think of Jessica, uh, Jessica Castain? Yeah, that name, yeah, that Jessica one. Jessica Chastain. That's the one. Let me start that again. <laughs> So what do you think of Jessica Chastain? Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, she's great. Yeah, I, I like her in everything she does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even I, when she gets her kit off, she's great. Does she do that in this film? Not in this one, but in other films, she's done Lawless. Oh, yeah. Um, and some other film. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I, was, I wasn't quite sure whether I'd find her hot or not. But um, Yeah. Because after like, Zero Dark Thirty, was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and everyone was like, oh, she's amazing. And I was like, really? That film? That, that, not in that, that film, she's no, not amazing. Just, just, but yeah, she looks hot in this film. Just dusty yeah. and tired. Yeah, tortured. <laughs> yeah. But cool, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing her in something where she can stretch herself. Yeah, it? yeah. My missus had the right hunt with me for watching this, because uh, I was going, we're doing Oscar special sales, so I've got to watch all the Oscar films. Yeah. She's like, oh, don't watch that one. I was like, anyway, so I watched it on my own. Because she came home, literally, as it was ending, she went, what's this? I was like, it's, it's the most violent year. She went, the one film... I told you not to watch. I was like, yeah, it's for the Oscars. And it turns out it's not even <laughs> fucking nominated. <laughs> Tell her it's good. Like, it's up for best score or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. So um, she's doubly pissed off with me. <laughs> well, that said, I mean, yeah. uh, what do you think it's worth? Uh, it's an 8 out of 10. Oh, nice. Yeah, strong 8. Yeah. yeah. Looking good forward film. to this one. Yeah. Two-word view? <sighs> no violence. Okay. Yeah. It's more of a warning. Than yeah, a review, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you must know that if you're going into this thinking it's going to be John Wick, it ain't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so, most, most Violent Year, uh, available in general release now. now yeah. um, do check it out. Yeah, it's definitely worth going to cinema. So. I'm all over it. I'm yeah. all over it. When I was 17, I drank some very good beer. I drank some very good beer I purchased with a fake ID. My name was Brian I stayed up listening to Queen when I was 17. Okay, uh, the last review for uh, this momentous show. Yes. The opener of season two of Scattershot. How long will it be? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Well, I mean, I was lucky to get out for two hours this evening. <laughs> Well, I'm going to uh, I'm going to keep you here a little bit longer, Colin, because <laughs> okay. I'm going to talk about uh, a book that I read recently. Again, I've had time on my hands, so I've been reading and watching whatever. Yep. Um, and that book is called Station Eleven, um, which is written by Emily St. John Mandel. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a name and a half, isn't it? Yeah. You can see her down at Royston. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and it centres around the end of the world, which is effectively brought on by uh, almost like a, a flu, okay. like like an yep. avian flu. I think it, I think it was. It's not called swine flu. It's got it's got a name. It's like the Beijing flu or something like that. Right. Okay. And it, it effectively wipes out ninety nine point nine percent of the Earth's population. Okay. So you've got the, these people, these survivors of it. So basically, people who are isolated and what have you, mm-hmm. and um, they are just get. It, it tells the story of how they got on with like day like day one, day two. Okay. Because effectively, the, in the story, the calendar resets as soon as that happens. Right. Uh, so everyone's just going like, okay, well, it's you know, it's day two. Where's it set? <laughs> it's set in America. Okay. Uh, on the uh, west coast of America, and whilst you have this this overarching story about the, effectively the apop- the apocalypse, um, it's all told from the perspective of like these this one group of people, all centered around. Um, the life of an actor who was on stage just before 
this thing ha- like broke out. Right. And how all these people are connected to this one guy. Oh, okay. It's told from the uh, various perspectives of like different groups. So you have um, a, like a travelling theatre group that do Shakespeare. Right. Like post-apocalyptic. They're just right. travelling around okay. these towns putting on entertainment because effectively everything's a barter system. So okay. that's, you know, there is no money or anything. Um, so they go around putting entertainment on. They're, like, they're called the Travelling Symphony. Um, How many people died then at this? Do they say oh, sort of like, is it, 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 it hardly anyone left at all? Yeah, hardly anyone. Right, okay. Because like no one knows how far this thing went. Well, actually, no, everyone knows it's global. It's yeah. a global pandemic yeah. uh, by the way it breaks out. But these people, like they, they could be could be people in, in the other parts of the world, but they just know everything's falling apart. Right. Because it, it jumps in time. It spans so much time, this uh, this book. From like the post-apocalyptic stuff, so that that's when it broke out. Yeah, it goes like fifteen years up to like past that, and then before that, it goes back to uh, God. To God, no. well, the beginning of time. <laughs> no, it goes to it's a big book. It's pretty, it's pretty large. It goes back to about the seventies, where it focuses on this uh, this actor called Arthur Leander in the book, uh, and how him and like his ex-wives and this this girl in the Traveling Symphony and these other people. We we're just getting on with the apocalypse, but how they all join up with this one guy, right? Like, okay. story, that, like it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not coincidence. It's just the way that they're all connected. It's not they went so, to the same shop once. Basically, yeah, they went to Tesco. There was <laughs> some bloke. There was some bloke following this bird around. Holding his hat, holding hair for no reason. Yeah, the butterfly flapped his wings and elephant died. I don't know. But it's so well written, and it it it's got such a beautiful story. Yeah. Like when you think about things where it's like the end of the world, um, it's always horrific. Oh, and a zombie ripped my face off, or like yeah, everyone yeah. died of blood poisoning. But this, it just seems really cleansing. Mm-hmm. The whole, the whole thing is not told with such like melodrama. Like, oh, people were crashing cars and everything was on fire. Yeah, it's just like everything just sort of stopped and broke down. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, some people coped, some people didn't, and then you have got these other subsects of people where it's you know babies that were born into the new world and yeah. people who remember what it was like before and they're like trying to teach kids in these little towns like saying well okay you see up there the moon we went there right like, why don't we do it now well, you can't and there's yeah. like we can't even get radio yeah there's nothing yeah. there's nothing at all um, that's but, what I was going to say the, the, the vision the vision of this future it, is society still working to a certain degree then or, or is it is it like the road where it's all just going to go just to the worst cannibalism and everyone really grim and fucked well everyone it, there is a uh, is there element. a positive outlet to it that's what I mean yeah kind of yeah it actually is whilst you will have like the ill parts of society you've got these what are called ferals yeah. people who are just like scavenging around and just killing people and stuff like that yeah. that, you know, that kind of happens now Cole yeah uh, but what, what you have yeah but what you have is uh, little towns mm-hmm. that could just be like a, I don't know a quickie mart but someone's put some tents outside it and what, what have you and that's now a town Right, and there's okay. these little sort of like uh, dystopian hamlets just everywhere, you know, uh, and it's it does seem like you know society's trying to get back, but yeah, everyone knows yeah. that like that was that, that was then. Yeah, this, this is, is now. Yeah. This is now. And whilst you know you you have this cataclysmic event in the in the middle of the timeline of the book, um, it features very little time actually in there. Mm. Like it explains a lot, but you know the the bulk of the book is made up by sort of flashbacks. From this Arthur Leander character, it's so tertiary, you know. It, 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 he is literally a tertiary character to these other people in the like post-apocalyptic. Yeah, right. 
but it always it, it tells how like they met and how they're connected and how it influences the decisions that some people make in the future. So well, okay. um, sounds quite deep, Helen. It is very deep. I just hit my microphone. Yeah, First time right. this season, Come on. That's what we're doing. First episode. You did manage, how long you managed? 40 minutes? Yeah, about that. Fucked it. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> it like a turd in the toilet <laughs> with one in the hand. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it, it, is, it is quite deep. It's very affecting. Yeah, it sounds um, it, actually. It, it, as I say, it's just so beautifully written. I couldn't wait to get back into it. Yeah. Every you know, every time, even at work, like which I never do, Like if I had a break... I'd you know I'd sit there just with a nook just like flicking through it just reading it going oh my god this is so good so you say it's beautifully written then would you go back and buy another book by the same author yes then? I've got I've, oh, okay. I, I bought a back right. catalogue oh okay now I have everything this is I think it's the fourth novel right um, but that is your phone it is my phone yeah if anyone hears a buzzing it's my phone it won't happen too often I haven't got any friends um, <laughs> she um, she's done uh, yeah I don't like him either <laughs> everything I never told you uh, whiskey tango foxtrot and uh, I think she did another one as well, which I can't find. Um, but yeah, Whiskey the- Tango, for, what the fuck? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. 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 Right, okay. Well, well, I've never got that. Um, it's. Um, well, you want to smoke while I'm smoking? <laughs> <laughs> you want to roll while I'm rolling? Um, so yeah, it, I, I just can't say enough good things about it. I highly recommend it. It's, um, I, it's the pure delight. It really is. It was cool. so, certainly the best book I read last year. Wow! Like from from yeah, last yeah, year, yeah, 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 and and it's like I, mastermind. Once you finish, once I started, I won't stop. Whatever, it's, yeah, yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah it very much. So is. that runs in. So if you start a book in twenty fourteen, yeah, you finish it in twenty sixteen. Really, twenty fourteen. So when you start reading it, yeah, that's no, when you die. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, it's um, oh, just, what am I talking about? <laughs> the rules of master, rules of mastermind. Is this my specialist subject or general? <laughs> oh, you're winning! You're we, winning. We used to go to a pub quiz in uh, in the Royston, and there was a girl there who like couldn't talk, not like couldn't talk properly because she was disabled. She couldn't talk properly because she was a fucking idiot, and like she had to read out the quiz and could never uh, could never read anything properly. <laughs> like, and she was like, "What is the like connective <laughs> noun for uh, uh, geese?" Like, she, she tells me, "What is this? I don't understand. What are these words? I don't understand." <laughs> anyway, um, she um, whenever it was general knowledge, right? She, she was used to, she was go general Norwich, <laughs> and like that. And we go, like that. And she and we go, you know, it's knowledge, it's Norwich. She goes, "No, Norwich is a place. I've been there." And I was like, "Okay, fair enough." So, so she got so, around named after Norwich, and it, said, it clearly says in the paper, "Knowledge, <laughs> general Norwich." Brilliant. We never corrected her after that. Just went, yeah. Fantastic. Um, anyway, Station Eleven. Yeah. Uh, yeah, get it. Yeah. Just, just yeah, read I'm it. Read just, that just then. get that it and read superb. it. I love it to bits. And I, I absolutely can't wait for what Emily St. Mandeljohn or Emily St. Boomer. Em- yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see what she does next. Because yeah. I mean, I haven't read the other ones. I am going to. Yeah. By all accounts, uh, what, what are they? Because you, you've got the back catalogue. Have you looked into the storylines of, of the books? No, uh, no, not at all. I no, just, you I don't. Just, you won't care. You'll just read anyway. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to start on the first one because, from what I've heard, uh, the quality is getting better. Right. Like on a very clear 45 degree angle, sort okay. of thing. But not yeah. to say that the original books were turd because otherwise she wouldn't have got yeah. to a fourth one. Yeah. Um, 
so I'm going to come back in a, a, a month or so um, and review the rest of them just as a whole. But I, I only do so. I know I know book reviews aren't the most popular part on this show. Um, but I just I feel everyone should read this and get behind her because mm. it needs to be a hit. It is such a good book. Talking of books quickly, I know I know you just done that. So I give Mark out a ten first. Uh, a ten. Oh, you two, straight ten. Straight ten. Yeah. Wow. Wicked. It's really really good. I've got yeah I've got to read that yeah. definitely. Talking talking of books, remember I reviewed um, Full Dark No Stars. Full that Dark was it. Stars, uh, I, I watched Big Driver, which was one of the short oh, yeah, stories yeah, on yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Maria Bello. It was it was a made for TV film, but mm-hmm. I saw sort of like Hallmark Channel, which I was a bit worried about. Wow. So I'll do a very quick review of that if you don't, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, please do. It just it goes full circle then, yeah, from yeah. book to film. Totally. Uh, it stars Maria Bello. It's the story of a woman who gets uh, ambushed and raped and left for dead by a driver who's massive, a big driver, <laughs> and it's a story of her. It's basically how she goes about getting a revenge on the guy who done it. Uh, the, the in the book, it was a wicked little story. Um, you thought, oh, I wonder how they're going to do that for the for the big screen. They've done it exactly how it is in the book, which makes for a fairly decent made-for-TV film. Good. That's it. Yeah. That's all I can say on it, really. I, I remember that not being your favourite part of that book, yeah, yeah. story in that book. But mm. the one that you did like the best, which I can't remember, about oh, not, the father and the son? Yeah, about the father and son yeah, and the rats. As they made into a film. Oh, that's the one I can't wait. That's going to be so dark and moody and horrible. Yeah. I can't wait what, for that. What was it called? It's called 1911. That was it. Yeah. I think it was 1911. Yeah, it was some a date. Year. Yeah, it was it's a, a date. date. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and there's another. There is another. We, I'm going to review them all in the end because it looks like they're turning. Except for one story, there's four stories. Three of them have been made into films. Then, if you're telling me 1911, it's because the other one is stars Anthony Lepaglia. I think that's his name. You know yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Australian fella. Uh, called A Perfect Marriage which is yeah, a wicked little book that's the one I was thinking of is that the one I was, that's when you're thinking yeah, of yeah, yeah. right because that's coming out I don't know when it's coming out but I'll certainly review, reviewing that it's a wicked little story that wicked okay cool yeah uh, that's I think that's all that's done for, for reviews excellent Shall we do some questions yeah we got some questions this okay, week let's have a, you have a look on your phone because clearly mine's haunted <laughs> <laughs> Whilst we do this, uh, thank you very much for sending your questions. Please do send in some more. We've got um, some exciting stuff coming up uh, socially, if that's a horrible way to say it. Uh, we'll be doing some stuff on the Facebook page, and uh, we've got a Twitter feed somehow. And uh, we'll have a new relooked website very soon, uh, which will host some writing, some reviews from some other people, and I'm going to do some writing on there as well. So check that out. Cool. So, what uh, yeah, well, we got the first question was from uh, Michael Porter. Hello, Michael. Hello, Michael. Um, do the twins like Scattershot and Spurs? Uh, I did put on there they do love Scattershot and do you know what I, I actually play it to them because at night time like if I walk out of the room they start crying yeah. yeah so I now put an episode of Scattershot on my phone and just leave it on the side and it keeps them quiet so they have actually listened to Scattershot does one of them think that I'm their dad now <laughs> yeah you're the second dad I've imprinted on them <laughs> I put on one of the episodes and all of a sudden just Charlotte just shat out a massive one I was like oh god that's what you think of my podcast <laughs> even one of my twins hates them uh, <laughs> um, right what else have we got um Oh, uh, what do you think about Hardline Beta? Was one from Nigel. Okay, we can talk about that a little bit. Um, and now I, I don't know. What, I didn't know what he meant with this. Well, Hardline is uh, Battlefield Hardline, oh, which is right. essentially the uh, well, it's a shit version of Payday, is what it is. Is it? It's cops. It's cops versus robbers, essentially. Right. Um, and obviously, you can be either the cops Cop or, or the, the Robertsons or the Robertsons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, it, from what I played of the beta, I, I'm hands on heart. I'm not very good at Battlefield. Um, I do like. Can it. I play the beta, or do you have to have a copy of the game to play? No, it? no, no. You can play the beta. Oh, okay, I've got a code. I'll send it to you. Okay, sorry. Um, 
it is. Uh, I didn't get on with it. Really? I, I, it, I don't like. I, I don't like Battlefield at the best. Yeah. But this was. I, I just couldn't get on with it. Cops and robbers where? Like in on banks and stuff. Or y- yeah, but it's like it's almost like the escape from a uh, from a robbery. So you, if you're playing the robbers, right, like, you, okay. I don't think you, you don't do, do the robbers. heist. You just no. have to shoot. It's basically shoot them up. But that's it's the like, excuse for it. It's capture the flag essentially. Right. Okay. Um, it just with a little bit of story. Yeah. Um, if if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. or sort of motivation. Um, I, I just it just didn't feel it just felt like a game of capture the flag yeah, that was yeah. the thing and I, and I don't like Battlefield so it, it didn't really click with me well the map's good though no that, they're, oh. they're, they're too tightly packed right okay um, if you're you like, the, you like the big expansive maps. I did yeah I'm, I'm a bit more of I'm a camper yeah um, so yeah I, it's really tight knit and imagine if you're really good at it then it's lots of fun mm-hmm. um, and I also think I'll, I'll say this I think it's going to be a good esport Potentially, so people are going to like watch people play this. Oh, okay. Like, it could be right. could be pretty good. Um, it'll be it'll be niche. It'll be kind of like Counter Strike is nowadays. Um, but not for w- you. Would I buy it? Absolutely not. It's, no. it's not for me at all. Um, but please do let us know what you yeah, think. Yeah, nice. Yeah, let us know what you think of it. It's a uh, it, it, it's a polarizing one. It yeah. Is. Uh, it's told us not to mention the new Ghostbusters, so I think it's time to say that I think it's a really good idea. <laughs> I'm not going to do that thing. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm liking the idea sure, of Paul Fagg before we're in. I'm sorry, Nigel. I'm up for that. I, I've, I'll watch it. Paul Fagg, he, he's great. It doesn't stop the other two existing. No. It, so, might, it might diminish them. It's that good. <laughs> yeah, it might do. Let's hope for that. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's go with that. that. Let's, hope, let's, let's be optimistic for a film we haven't, that hasn't even been written yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, some, someone wrote, is Ghostbusters the most overrated film of the 80s? That's no. not really on there. I just thought I'd annoy Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> he's crashed his little bike by now. Oh, no. He's like, well, sorry, Nigel. He's going to come and haunt us. <laughs> We're going to get our girlfriends to kill him. Um, yeah, any others? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, have we got... Oh, yeah, also, Nigel, as well, he said, uh, as both of you now have kids, can we get a rundown of, A, what TV shows currently holds their attention, and B, what film do you leave them sitting in front of? Okay. I mean, I've probably got a bit more scope for this than you, being that yeah. you're uh, so young. Texas uh, A2Mask already. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought I'd make my parents score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Six weeks old, have that per Fernand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just get them on front of Dawn of the Dead as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, my my two, like, um, what they watch in a minute? There's always Peppa Pig going around, but fuck that, it's not original. Um, they like Wanda and the Alien. Now, right. I like it because every time I hear someone say Wanda and the Alien, I think of the Xenomorph from Alien. Right. Like that, and I just think, like, oh, what would happen? Like that. <laughs> so I could just like daydream for a little while. Um, what else do we watch? Um, film-wise, my, yeah. my, I've got two girls, so they pretty much sit through a rotor of Frozen, Braid, and <laughs> um, uh, Tangled. Yeah, okay. And if I was going to rate them, I'd give Tangled uh, a five. I think mm-hmm. it's bad. Uh, Brave, I think, is a, a strong eight. It's a very mm-hmm. good film. And Frozen is ten. I love it. It's Excellent. great. Uh, <laughs> See, my kids are, are popping because I'm like, you know, went up in, the, grew up in the eighties, and now mm. I show them all my favourite kids shows from the eighties. I sit there and they watch uh, Ralph's Cartoon Club, right? Uh, Jim will fix it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, Top of the Pops yeah. with Tony Tony Blackburn, <laughs> Gary Glitter. I'm not saying he's done anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Really Wild Show. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Funhouse. <laughs> Funhouse. Yeah. Fat Sharp. Oh, wow. Oh, if he ever goes down for it, I'll be gutted. 
it'll go down on something. Uh, in fact, Fanny should mention a fun house actually because the, the modern day equivalent of that my kids quite like, which is called Swashbuckle. Right. And it's it's like a bit of a pantomime sort of thing that yeah. goes on. And it's basically like setting a soft play area. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really quite bad. Right. Like, as a show, it's really quite oh, bad. Okay. For, for one primary reason. I look at that and I look at other kids' TV shows, and this is going off on one a little bit. And I realised just how fucking cheap they are to make. Yeah. Because this thing, this show, it's like it's supposed to be like with a with a live studio audience, there's all kids dressed up, it's all very cute. Um But the, the, there's like a host of it. And she comes on and does a little song and goes, Oh, will they catch the pirates? And sings like This thing goes on for about five minutes, yeah. You see these kids clapping and stuff. I've seen loads of these episodes and it is exactly the same each time. And there's little segments <laughs> that she does. It's, it's the same bit of footage. Brilliant. So it must only take like a day yeah. to make a hundred episodes. <laughs> and she don't even fucking need to be there. And then like, they go, and I've noticed the same kids in different episodes, which leads me to believe that all these kids are dead. <laughs> like, like they could be kids from the 60s for all I know like what the fuck like it could be anything oh, I well, they, put diff- they put different wigs on them and glasses and stuff black one of them up like, <laughs> like Weekend at Bernie's yeah, yeah. <laughs> kids really nice. flies in its eyes <laughs> porridge to them yeah no it's um, it, it's, it's terrible it's a terrible thing and I just think like, why am I not making children's television Probably if you listen to this podcast, you'll realise why. But, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'll answer your I plonk mine in front of anything at the moment. Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck's going on. Keep them quiet. Yeah. yeah. Anything that keeps them quiet. MTV Dance seems to work. <laughs> Can you believe that? MTV Dance. Oh, wow. Well, I've seen some very nubile young women in those videos. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining. Oh, wow. MTV <laughs> yeah. Dance. Yeah, we, yeah. Um, we used to. Uh, I've got a, a big pack of CDs by, a, a, I think it's just a guy called Rockabye Baby. And I'll okay. link it. And what are they are? Proper like albums. Yeah. Or like best ofs of artists done in like Glockenspiel. Okay. Stuff. So you're like, I've got like the best of Radiohead. Really? Like, what's the other? I've got the Smiths. Betty used to love the Smiths. Really? Um, so, and uh, yeah, so like you, you have that. Uh, just, but it's played in Glockenspiel. So it sounds like a nursery rhyme. That's cool. It's phenomenal. Like, I actually had the Metallica. He's got Metallica on there. Um, uh, just ACDC sweet all, all like proper like I'd love game. to I'd love to have something like that but with uh, like for babies but with William Shatner doing the words oh like, you can get that how good would that be no, no I mean for baby songs oh, him right. singing you know Rockabye Baby <laughs> the Incy Incy Spider walked up the spout oh it'd be brilliant yeah. that'd be the best wouldn't it yeah, Ben Folds doing that. the piano yeah it'd be incredible yeah Maybe that maybe we do that just like shit impersonations of like <laughs> yeah, people doing nursery rhymes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this little piggy <laughs> <laughs> and Morgan Freeman done one, didn't he? The gruffalo, uh, the with the mouse. It's <laughs> something about the gruffalo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Who else I got? Harrison Ford. Uh, oh, the, what else? oh yeah, well, that's it. We've done Spot it. Was not a good dog. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's it. That's our questions, right? We're done. Okay, well, we are done. I think that's a, I think well, it's number a nice, one. Nice place to wrap it up. Next week, guys. <laughs> that's the Oscars theme, apparently. It's, yeah, it's yeah. good. Uh, we're going to do our fabulous, famous uh, Oscar rundowns. We're going to do uh, we're going to do the first, the, the big four. We'll cover them. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about some of the films in depth from there. Yeah. I'll be wearing a tuxedo. Colin will be naked. We'll be drunk and it'll be great. Exactly like the Oscars. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when we've got thrown out that year. <laughs> that, that's never speak of it again. Uh, but yes, join us next week, please, won't you, for uh, episode two, season two. 
Well, of the scatter shot. It's a momentous occasion. Two twos, twenty-two. Um, <laughs> we're going to harking back here, which is also the name, uh, the number on the back of uh, Jimmy's head in the last Boy Scout. Was it really? Yes. Nice. Only that because I saw it the other day. Uh, so yeah, there we go. Episode fifty-nine is done. Mm-hmm. It's dusted off. Episode 60 is the Oscars. Wicked. So, uh, my name is Alan Porter. I'm Colin Briscoe. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.